0: Mike, uh, great to have you on the show. It's good to see you uh, over the weekend out in the rinks, as uh, I see you quite often out in the rinks, uh, the busy life of a a hockey scout and a man involved in uh, junior hockey. Uh, So thanks very much for joining us on the show, and maybe just give us a little bit of uh, your hockey background that has led you to become uh, the assistant GM in Everett. I know uh, we we share a same uh, hometown and a same uh, minor hockey system that we uh, grew up playing with a few years apart, but how did you end up in Everett how did you get into uh the scouting business
1: yeah it's a, it's sort of a I get asked that a lot how you how you get into it and that type of thing it really was a fluke for me um you know I grew up in Brandon uh played all my minor hockey there uh played some junior a and Dauphin and and Victoria uh and then got a scholarship to a school uh a College which unfortunately doesn't have hockey anymore but uh they they were um or sorry, after after Iona, I ended up getting into coaching. Uh, did two years of coaching uh, while I was kind of starting my uh, my media background and journalism. So there was there was a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot going on in my life right out of college. It was uh, it, it was great to stay involved right away, but also pretty hectic. Uh, I ended up being an assistant coach uh, with Del Pedrick, uh, mm. who's right now with, with the Brandon Weekings. Uh, at the time he was, uh, the head coach in, in Swan river, uh, in the Manitoba junior league. So I ended up doing that for a couple of years. And, and in that time, that was also my first newspaper job. So, um, I was kind of juggling both of those things and then, uh, ended up getting a newspaper job in Brandon two years later. That's going back to about 2005. Um, and really to answer your question, um, in that time, where I was moving from Swan River back to Brandon, uh, the general manager in, in Swan River at the time is Leonard Stramberg He he bumped into a guy that worked for, for Swift Current, and uh, just happened to get talking and and mentioned that I was moving and you know he I was leaving Swan River, moving to Brandon. And they said, well, we actually need a scout there. So that's really how I got into it, kind of a fluke. Um, and now here we are, almost 20 years later, and I I think this is my 19th year doing this. So um it's been kind of a wild ride, but uh, I've met some pretty pretty awesome people along the way too
0: you know and it's it's amazing the amount of people that, uh, uh get involved in hockey whether it's you know Mike Civic and referee who you know just started out doing it or Derek Zelaski who I talked to last week uh you know got into refing and 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 made a career out of it uh, sometimes you don't always know what's happening and you bring up Dell Pedrick. he was coaching the Southwest Cougars when I was in ckx uh and so it goes back uh a, a long ways with with hockey people and good to see that Dell is is uh, behind the the Wheat king bench so um in in a lot of your duties it's probably changed a lot. Now you're the assistant GM in Everett. So what does a typical week look like for you uh as far as, you know, visiting rinks or or different duties that you have?
1: Yeah, it's a good question. It's uh I'm not sure that there is such a thing as a typical week, but it's you know, obviously uh, everybody knows the rink visits and everything like that. Um there is a lot of a little bit of paperwork and stuff like that behind the scenes. You know, with with my boss, Dennis Williams, he's both the head coach and and GM. So some of those GM type duties, he he passes along to me, which is completely fine because it helps me learn, uh, you know, and and I've definitely found out here in the last couple of years, there's a lot more little paperwork things that I wasn't aware of um, that I now know or or I'm still learning as we speak. So um, but really, for the most part, like even, you know, this past weekend, You know, I watched games for four days there, took a lot of notes, uh, really been doing a lot of reports here over the last couple of days. I try to stay as caught up on reports as you can, because in this business, if you start to get behind, it gets really tough to get caught up. So um, I try to try to stay as caught up as I can. Sometimes it's uh, easier than other times. But um, for the most part, that's usually when I'm spending kind of my Mondays and Tuesdays doing and, and anything that comes up. You know, from a team standpoint, I, I guess to answer your question in terms of the differences, um, you know, in Swift Current, I was more more so a regional guy. I didn't leave, you know, at the time I was in Brandon, I didn't leave Brandon or maybe Winnipeg all, all that much. Uh, started to get a little more into a travel role towards the end. And then when I moved on to uh, to work for Brandon was the same time I moved to Edmonton, which was uh, uh, 11 years ago now. So. And it was more of a a little more of an advanced role where I was going to some of the bigger tournaments, you know, all over, all over Western Canada. Um, And then Everett hired me as their head scout in 2018. uh, And I've kind of progressed from there uh, to assistant GM. So um, I'm a little more involved now, I guess you could say in our current roster, not just, you know, not just the prospects and the draft and that type of thing. But, uh, you know, from the scouting side, it's, it's, basically the same i you know i'm still in charge of the of the prospects draft um we we actually did have some discussion about me me trying to maybe move a little bit closer to everett as i'm still in edmonton right now but as as long as i'm running the draft and doing the the prospect type stuff it actually probably makes more sense to stay you know in one of the major centers in western canada and and it's worked out really well that way
0: well without giving away uh secrets can you give us a little bit of a you know maybe either a personal philosophy that you have when it comes to scouting or something that you know Everett likes to uh to to go with um again I don't don't, I'm not expecting state secrets here but just just (laughs) something that maybe you've learned or or that you like to use uh you know when you are and you know whether it's evaluating a talent or discussing a player or or even at the draft table
1: yeah, I think it's it's interesting even working with three different teams over the years. I mean, the game's changed even in the time I've been involved. Um, but even just to hear and see different philosophies, uh, you know, team by team, or even, you know, more specifically, head scout by head scout. Um, you know, I, I think in Everett, it's uh, – I was a little bit fortunate coming from Brandon to Everett at the time. And Brandon, uh, you know, Grant Armstrong was the general manager there. Um and they actually uh when i moved to everett and and joined with gary davidson and his group they kind of had a similar way to rate players uh which was you know an easy transition for me uh, and you know I, I think really for the most part i i don't know that there's any huge secrets uh, maybe some would disagree with that but i actually had a conversation with one of the young players on the weekend here and and good for him for coming up and he was just really curious and, and he asked me, you know, what do you look for? And uh, you know, that takes a lot of guts for a fourteen year old to come up to a scout that he's never met, never seen before, and, right. and was very polite and 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 I just said, probably all the things that you think I look for. And but then I kind of took it a little step further. I said, you know, obviously skating and your puck skills and your and your the way you think the game and that type of thing. But then I said, But we're also watching you know, what happens when the whistle goes, like what, what's your body language like, what do you like with interacting with your coaches and your teammates? Um, you know, once, once we get later on to the season, what, it, what do you, what do you like off the ice when you're, when you're around the rink? Are you, you know, are you, are you a leader, you know, a vocal, all those types of things. So it's, it? there's a lot that goes into it, but in the same breath, I, and I, I stress this to our scouting staff. I don't, want to make it too complicated I think in the end you're trying to find talent uh, and skill and as cliche as it sounds that's that's probably the hardest thing to find so um, I would probably say that maybe Everett isn't quite as worried about the size that some other teams are Um, but in the same breath you know like we realized like last year we were probably a little too small to be to be straight up honest with you. So, you know, you kind of have to find that balance. Um, but really first and foremost, I I really think we really want to nail down the skill, um, and the talent and, and really before we get into some of the other, you know, whether it's size or some of the other intangibles, uh, we just want to get that talent figured out before anything else.
0: Uh, well you were at uh, a showcase on the weekend where I ran into you at uh, the silent ice center for the JPHL. What, uh, what is your? Uh, I guess first of all, what did what did you think of the event? Uh, it was a massive showcase with fifty six games over the weekend. Uh, is that perfect for scouts when you can kind of get one stop shopping at an event like that?
1: Yeah, it's great for. I mean, it, it is a lot for sure, but I mean, I mean, how do you complain? You've got all all the teams. I mean, selfishly for me, it's eight minutes from home, so <laughs> it works out. You know, that doesn't happen very often for me throughout the season, so. Um, you know, that brand new facility, there's obviously kind of a, in a nice location for me specifically, but, but it's nice to have all all those age groups there, you know, you can kind of start identifying the, the O-9s for, for this, this draft, and then also, you know, follow up with uh, in that U-17 and U-18 age group, and, and some of those players that, you know, some of them were drafted, some of them weren't, like, it's, it's such a good opportunity to to follow up with them and see where they're at, see what kind of work they put in in the summer, um, and and you know keep your database up to date on on reports and and uh, you know we we had one player playing in the in the U uh, 18 event as well, and I hadn't seen him since he was at training camp, so I got to follow up with him as well. So all having all those age groups there is great. Over the it's blue line, a lot of work, but it's uh, it's a great. Great opportunity to see a lot of hockey, and 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 a bonus that I got to sleep in my own bed the whole weekend.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I'm I'm starting to learn uh, that that doesn't happen a whole lot in the uh, in the sort of uh, hockey world. Uh, but the, you kind of mentioned that. Uh, um, the facility um, and and the, from a facility standpoint, uh, as far as youth hockey, you know, you and I grew up playing in, uh, in, in Brandon a little bit. This is a far cry from the Kinsman or the barn or some of these things. And the hockey, uh, uh, you know, I look at the hockey now and think I, I couldn't have played at, uh, against these guys. The skill is incredible. I mean, it's just the game uh, as we've talked about has changed so much uh, over the years. Um, and, for a while, it was coke machines that everybody wanted, and now uh, we're we're sort of getting back to that skill. And I think the kids are seeing that skill. Uh, are you seeing uh, more and more skill every year with these kids?
1: Well, there's there's certainly more and more options for them, um, and and I think you know uh, whether it's a JPHL or or any anywhere else, like the the emphasis seems like it's on skill, and that's what it, in My opinion that's what it needs to be on. Um, cause like I said before in your previous question there, like, that's the hardest thing to find, like the hardest thing to find is talent. So, um, you know, that it, it's kind of crazy how I mentioned earlier, how much it's changed. Like there's, th- there are a lot of options for them, which I think has its pros and cons to be straight up honest with you. But mm-hmm. I also feel like we're, we're right in the middle. And I've said this to a couple of guys around the league. I said, I feel like we're right in the middle of a transition period in minor hockey. Um, I'm not really sure how, how it all plays out in the end, but it's it's an exciting time just to see, you know, like even the JPHL event here this past weekend, like that league has grown leaps and bounds in a in a very short amount of time. So, um, and, and like you mentioned, when you have facilities like that, um, that pop up, you know, that sounds like it's kind of almost their home base a little bit. Um, you know, it's, it's a great recruiting tool for them. And, and obviously the coaches and the people, uh, development coaches that they've, they bring in with all those teams. Uh, it's definitely headed in the right direction and, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how, how this plays out here over the next, I don't know, three, five years.
0: Yeah. I think the, the, the choices are just forcing every league to say, we've got to be better. We've got to, you know, develop better. We've got to provide better options. It's it's making everybody force their game to be top notch because now you have one more league as the recruiting in the second season. And, you know, I, I remember Brent Sutter saying this when he coached in North Dakota and coming back and saying, this is why we're losing players to the NCAA in, in WHLs because that facility was so great and we have to do more. We have to work harder and every league now at the youth level has to work harder and choices are great but it does mean important conversations. And, you know, these are conversations that these families have to have have and and should be having. And and I think it was incredible to go back to that story about a young kid to come up and ask you that. That does take a lot of guts because sometimes there's even parents that that don't even want to ask those questions. So the more conversations about choices and getting all the information, the better off everybody is.
1: Well, and I think to your point too, when you look at, even specifically the, the choice of, you know, whether it's the Western league or, or NCAA or whatever you want to look at for, for your route. Um, like our, our job has changed a lot. um uh, in, in the sense that we, we pretty much, it, it's not just, okay, we drafted the kids and now they should come to us. That's not really how it works anymore. <laughs> you have right. to, you have to put the time in to recruit them. They have, they have other options, um, you know, and they have lots of, you uh, People giving them information, whether it's their parents, their coaches, agents, advisors, uh, all that. Um, so it, it's obviously a lot, and and it's a lot of information, but it's also important um, for for the families and for the players themselves to to look into their options and uh, you know understand them. So it's it's changed a lot for us, and 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 not just assuming, uh, you know, being. Maybe even somewhat ignorant in the past, just that they would come come to the Western League. Like you actually, you have to put the effort in uh, to recruit them and and sell your program and and show them, you know, like for us specifically, what the Everett Silvertips bring to the table. So um, it's it's changed a lot. Uh, like I said, even since I started 19 years ago.
0: Well, and and changed for good because, as you said, everybody has to improve and. Um, you know the the that's good for the entire game as for advice and i'm sure you get this uh, question as well but how about some advice for somebody you know when you look back you kind of got into it in a, in a different way if somebody is thinking i'd really like to get into scouting what would you tell them uh what, what's the you know the the first thing that they should be looking at doing if they're either brand new or would like to get into it
1: well the biggest thing i say this to everyone, um, and usually, you know, after the draft is done in May, I start getting the the calls and the texts and the emails. You know, you know of anybody looking, and and it, it's not, you know, it seems it's sort of an odd business to get into. I don't know that there's, well, I know that there's not one route or you know a specific way, but the one piece of advice I always give to to aspiring scouts is, as obvious as it sounds, is go to the rink. Um, you know, like I even even in my time in Edmonton, I've seen guys here that, you know, they didn't work for anybody. They didn't. They they just wanted to learn and they wanted to try and go out on their own and figure out players and evaluate. Like, and and it's not easy. There are a lot of tools for sure you can use online, and and I certainly tell, you know, the the guys that I see around here specifically like use me. And if you have questions, uh, I don't mind talking to you about. You know how we do things uh you know my story (laughs) not not that my story is real exciting but um you know i you want to keep people involved in the game and i and i think getting to the rink is so important because then you just you're visible so Mm -hmm. you know the guys the edmonton area scouts they all see him oh there's there's so and so you know there he is again there you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. and that just kind of sticks in your mind um you know, and they'll, they'll probably be coming, come a time where I want to hire somebody in Edmonton and I'm going to immediately think of those guys that, you know, that I see all the time that, that I know put the work in. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys that kind of did the uh, ISS thing for a few years, which I know mm-hmm. was a good experience for them. Uh, you know, all those independent scouting services, uh, neutral zone, I think they have a couple guys in this area now. Like any, any type of, uh, experience you can get like that will go a long way, Um, but, but just being visible and putting the work in and getting to the rink I think is really the most important thing.
0: Well, we all need uh, a little hand along the way and a little guidance. And the best thing about it is now you're in a position to be able to kind of pay that forward and and help out others, and and I'm sure you do uh, whenever you get asked, Mike. Thank you so much for carving out some time for us. It was great to see you in the rink. Uh, I know it's going to be a busy one, but I'm sure our paths will cross one more time. Thanks again.
1: Yeah, thanks, Dean, for having me.